Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Hey, Kim. Hey, Carrie. Oh, what's happening today, Kim? I think we'd better record another episode. We've got something pretty special to talk about. Oh, my goodness. This is another one of my favorites. I know. Imagine that. It could be It could be one of my favorites too, Kim. And we're up to episode number 38. Can you believe it? No, I really can't, Carrie. That's a long time in the BBG studio. It feels like we just started, Carrie, and yet it feels like we've been doing it since we were born. <laughs> it's got that feeling either way, hasn't it? And I wonder if that comes back to when you really enjoy something and you've gotten into a rhythm and you've gotten into a flow. You've been doing it for five minutes, but it feels like a lifetime. I wonder too, Carrie. So, Kim, we're going to talk about Tetrising versus Tournamenting. We've felt some presence of confusion that we need to bring these two awesome words together and unpack both of them to explain to everybody why they're different, Kim. Well, Tetrising is the word that you use that I love and I adopted as soon as I heard it from you. The act of what Tetrising is, I have done forever, but I never called it that. So all credit goes to Carrie for that term because that's exactly what we do, Carrie. And likewise, tournamenting, I'd probably been doing for, I feel like most of my life or at least all of my business life, that I never recognized that's what it was from you, Kim. So Kim has brought tournamenting into my world because I was doing it. I just didn't know that it had a name. We're very formal around here, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Super formal, very formal. We use all the professional words in the dictionary and then we just come up with our own. So Gary, we have to confess though, this is what we call princess speak because we have a completely different language than most business owners. But we believe in being simple and being able to speak that big hard stuff into simple ways. So we probably better define it. <laughs> Let's do that, Kim. That's a great idea. So Tetrising to me is when you are looking at your calendar, you can Tetris a lot of things. I use Tetrising on my calendar because I have these blocks of time that are dedicated to particular tasks. I'm a little bit cray cray when it comes to the calendar, Kim. I'll confess there's a block for everything. If something happens in my life, it goes on the calendar because how handy is it to actually go back? When was the last time I did that? That was this time last month. Yep, I better do that now because some things need some kind of routine about them. Some things need to be on the calendar for me. So Tetrising became a thing when those blocks of time needed to shift, needed to change. There was a special event. I am terrible, Kim. If I don't have something on my calendar, I will miss events. 
So the Tetrising really came into similar to the game where you get the shapes to all connect and everything to line up perfectly. And trust me, it's not perfect. It does not look pretty at all. But that was where it came from, Kim. How can we make the day fit? How can we make the week fit? When do we schedule things to recur and, and happen again? So that's where Tetrising came from, Kim. When you talk about Tetrising, I knew from the beginning we must be related because because I live and breathe by my calendar as well. And our calendars don't tell us what to do. We tell our calendars what to do. And that's part of the Tetrising thing with you. I love that we are telling our calendar what to do by our Tetrising. So I just want to say that before we get into tournamenting. Oh, 100%, Kim, I agree. I do tell it what to do, like almost minute by minute. So yes, agreed. <laughs> So, Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate and let's just take a quick little break. What do you think? Perfect, Carrie. We'll be back in a minute. This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Carrie Zab, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way. We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out. So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you. We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results. We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you. We even address things like social media strategy and simple tech solutions. If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, Come and join us, and the link is in the show notes. Oh, that's better, Kim. I've opened up the boom gates. Have you got your bucket? <laughs> I do, Carrie, I do. Now, where were we, Carrie? Um... Oh, there it is. <laughs> in case anyone doesn't know what that sound was, that was Carrie rewinding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kim. I'm sure that needed explanation. <laughs> So tournamenting is really all about making decisions. I was sitting in a gym with my boys and I saw a tournament bracket on the wall. I was trying to make decisions because, you know, you got to feed boys. That's one thing I got to say out loud. And I had a whole list of things I needed to do while I was there with them. And when I saw that bracket, it dawned on me. Oh my goodness, if I tournamented our life and our business things like that tournament on the wall where there was only one winner, it was really a game changer for me and it has been for like a long time because it is about making decisions without getting all complicated, without having this big struggle because I do believe decision fatigue is real. I think it's a real thing, but tournamenting is, it's a this or that. 
It's not 27,000 choices of what I'm going to watch on TV. It's do I want to watch this one or do I want to watch that one? And it turns into something extremely powerful when we do that, especially connected with Tetrising. Is this more important than that? Is this more urgent because there's a deadline? Is this more like whatever the more is? You cannot have a tie in a tournament. So what is the most important thing for that moment to get done? And you and I, Tetris, like our quarters, we we tournament our quarters of the year, but we also break that down into our weeks and our days. And like you said, well, ago, Carrie, sometimes it's minute by minute. There are things where things didn't go well or not even necessarily go well, but things changed. And we're trying to fit everything like we need to in. Tournamenting gives you the ability to say this one or that one. Kim, I love that this stuff in a sports arena because as soon as you said that and I only just made this connection right now think about how many sports in the world where someone is the winner at the end over here in our footy season they have a ladder board that they get all their points from each of the matches and top eight teams going to the final series so this one plays that one the winner of that moves to the next round when they get to the grand final the last two play each other to determine who was the winner of the season so that is how the tournamenting now in my brain light bulb moment people's right here right now is what's happening but Kim you also mentioned the TV watching what am I going to watch and how much time we can spend on that and I believe a lot of these subscription channels have come up with the magical answer of your list you can put what you see when you go browsing you can add them to your list Kim I'm just going to say out loud I have over a hundred things in my list so I still need to tournament the far out of that list when I go to watch something because it could be based on how much time I have to watch something. Maybe I want to watch a 30 minute episode of a TV show versus a two hour movie. So I think it's interesting, Carrie, just the whole thought of having a list. I have a list. I have a a list based on a lot of your recommendations. Because if I can save time from looking through, you know, the millions, it feels like, of choices. So I do build a list, but then I get overwhelmed by even that list. So tournamenting is still what you just said. What made the finals? I want to make sure that we're translating footy is football here. You know, if you think about football games here, that's exactly what you're talking about, Carrie. And I just want to make it very clear because because I don't want anybody to be confused by that and lose the Tetrising and tournamenting part. Football games, they have playoffs. They continue to do a tiebreaker until there's no tie. So that's part of tournamenting that I love that you mentioned it, Carrie, because there is no tie. Like you might have one tiny, tiny drop of a difference, but there is a difference and you have to choose. So I feel like that is a very powerful thing that you just connected the dots, but you also like brought that to the table because there is no tie in 
tournamenting. And Kim, I love that you highlighted that because it's true. We cannot do two things at the same time. And when I say that, I mean it in the full sense of multi-purposing. You cannot work on your website while you're creating social media posts. Your, your attention can only be on one thing at one time. Yes, I can listen to a podcast while I do a load of washing. That's different. But when we go to work on something, our brain can only be in one place at once. And Kim, have you ever tried to listen to a podcast and watch TV at the same time? You can't do it, Kerry. Exactly. Because our ears are connected together to tune into one thing. So Kerry, something just came to mind that I have not ever thought of before. If we have a bandwidth total of 10 and we're going to do something like watch TV and listen to a podcast, we're not going to be able to take that total of 10 bandwidth and be able to divide it and hear both. So we're giving less of ourselves to whatever it is if we're multitasking. I agree listening to a podcast and doing dishes or laundry or whatever, that that kind of a really low bandwidth thing. If you're doing dishes, you know how to do dishes, you've done them a lifetime, that may take one bandwidth. So you've got the other nine to, to listen, but we can never go over our Mac bandwidth, no matter how good we think we are. And I think the quality of what we're doing comes into play in this too, Kiri, that if we have low bandwidth and we're trying to do something high bandwidth, it's not going to have the good results it could have had. So that is a reason to tournament is to decide, am I going to, you know, listen to a podcast, then maybe it's time to do the dishes, which means then we can Tetris on our calendar, carry. But if it's something we need to be actually paying attention to, maybe I'm taking notes from a podcast, I can't take notes and do dishes at the same time. So it's really important to recognize we only have so much bandwidth, use it properly with what is going on. Because Carrie, in the mornings, I have a whole lot of bandwidth. In the late evenings, I have almost none. Knowing myself helps me be able to tournament the right times of the day also to do the most important thing. Kim, it is just so spot on with the whole bandwidth. And I love this measurement out of 10 now that you've come up with because it's true. If we're you know, getting into our evening and we've already been working all day, our bandwidth could be down to a factor. Of, of two or three come the end of the day. So what are we going to do in our evening? This is why I feel like there's a bit of a tradition in the world of we work during the day, we relax of a night time. And, and relaxing could be watching something on television or reading a book. It's the, it's the downshift of the day when our bandwidth is low and sometimes we just want to do something that's not going to take a lot of decision making because we're winding down so that we can go to bed, not hyping ourselves up with lots of activity. And sometimes, Kim, when I've worked on things of an evening, sometimes I recognize, hang on, I'm trying to do something that I should be doing first thing in the morning. Let's pack this puppy up and look at it tomorrow with fresh eyes, fresh brain, full bandwidth, all the things. So Carrie, I know that this is probably not the best of analogies, but I think when our bandwidth is low, it's kind of like a toddler trying to drive a car. If we if we have low bandwidth and we're trying 
to do something that could potentially harm somebody because we're out on the highway with a car and we can't reach the pedals at the moment. I think the timing of that has a lot to do with the tetrising and moving things around, and it has to do with the choices of the tournamenting. So if we know we should not be on the highway, tetris that around so that you can do it when is a better time for you so you don't harm you or somebody else. And I think that that's a maybe a silly analogy, but I think that that really does make sense when our bandwidth is low. What can we do and what should we not do? I think maybe that's a way to put it too. (laughs) So Kim, that's the traditional warning sign of not fit to operate heavy machinery. Exactly. It is. Sometimes, like I like to use the treadmill and sometimes I don't get time until later in the evening. And some days I recognize I'm not fit for the treadmill. Like it is not going to happen because I'm just not all there. So am I fit to operate heavy machinery? No. So, oh, well, didn't happen today. You know, that's part of the Tetrising and the tournamenting, decision making and potentially moving something on my calendar. And I think we need to give ourselves that flexibility. That's what it's all about. If you get up one morning and you've got a splitting headache for whatever reason, you didn't sleep well or there's a change in the seasons, whatever's happening with you as a human, recognize that you can make a decision based on the Tetris or the tournament. And I'm not saying to put off things that need to be done deadline wise, but sometimes we've got to look after us. You know, sometimes we're the human doing all the magic here. We've kind of got to start thinking about us and how we fit into this puzzle and this maze of business and life so that we can produce good results at the right time because you want to meet a deadline but then everything's wrong or there's problems like what does that look like? But Carrie, I want to speak really quickly because this is something that comes up for me when I hear somebody say we have to look after ourselves or we have to take care of ourselves. I think from a little bitty girl I was taught to pick someone else to be kind to others and to take care of other people and that kind of stuff. It is not kind to not take care of ourselves. That is not a selfish thing. That is a, we need to do that so that we can do our best. You know, you don't need my leftovers, my leftover bandwidth, my leftover, whatever it is when we do a podcast. And sometimes I have to just tell you, I I just don't have enough bandwidth, period. It's better to say, that and do something different and and Tetris around change when we're going to record or do something than to power through that because it takes longer to recover when you power through some of the low bandwidth moments. So in one way, it may sound like you're being selfish, but the truth is it's the opposite. If you're taking care of yourself and you're showing up with your A game, you actually are bringing more to the world, more to the table than if you were coming in you know, dragging your tail is what I what I think of. So I just want to say that out loud. It is not a selfish thing. It is literally something that will help us in our lives, which does help our businesses. And Kim, I don't know about you, but there's many a time where I force myself to do something because it's been on my list for a while. I've been, sometimes we can look at ourselves and go, oh, I've been putting that off too long. Just get it done. Rip it off like a Band-Aid and get it done. But sometimes when it's not the right time, it'll take me twice as long to do it 
it. It'll feel twice as hard. There'll be twice as many mistakes. Like think of the Jenga that we can actually do to ourselves to make it harder rather than going, you know what, if I had done it at that time or made it the first priority tomorrow, all those things, all those things need to be factored in. Well, Terry, I think we need to challenge everybody to come over to the other side is what we're going to call it. And the dark side, Kim, is it the dark side? Well, I don't think it's the dark side, Kerry. I actually think it's the light side. (laughs) The light side, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but tell, I think we should challenge everybody to to try like what we're talking about with Tetrising and tournamenting and to gauge their bandwidth when they're making those decisions. It's a game changer when you learn how and you won't learn how in five minutes, but start with something that you need to look at that's not working and see how you can shift it around on your calendar, make a different decision, like really Really take care of you and your bandwidth by hairdressing and tournamenting. Well, Kim, I feel like that's the perfect summary of this episode, gifting a challenge as well as summing everything up. And I, I think that's a wrap, Kim. Thank you for always having these wonderful conversations, Gary. Oh, thank you, Kim. It's always so much fun here in the BBG studio. We will chat again next week. I can't wait. See you next week, Gary. Bye, Kim. Love you. Love y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.